Hello everyone out there, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. This episode is going to be exclusively about Reacher Season 2. Obviously, if you haven't listened to the Season 1 review, make sure you do so. It's a couple episodes down, so scroll down um, if you feel the need to. Uh, If you're also watching along with this show, if you want to hear my thoughts on it, uh, definitely check out that first episode of the first season review. Um, I know they just wrapped Season 3, I believe, filming in the whole production process so we should be expecting um some more reacher if you will down the line if you are a fan of the show like i am um i really did like this second season i thought it brought more seriousness to the show um i really liked agent russo but we'll get into all the characters and all that in a minute um but the uh rotten tomatoes gave this season a 98 percent on the tomato meter uh, the audience gave it a 79%. It was an eight-episode season, um, and this was based on the... I forget which um, book this is based off of, but I know it's based off of, obviously, another Jack Reacher book. Um, the premiere date was December 15th of 2023. Alan Richson obviously returns as Jack Reacher, Um then you obviously have Malcolm Goodwin, who's also in it for a little cameo episode, which was cool. Um, as well as, they're not really giving me the season two cast here as much as I thought they would. Okay, so Robert Patrick played Shane Langston. For season two, he was kind of the the villain, the main antagonist. Um, a rogue ex-cop who got a bunch of other ex-cops into a you know security team at a military contract like production site and installation facility for like missiles and stuff. Um, so he's like trying to sell all these missiles that can knock anything out of the sky pretty much um, to some very mysterious, vaguely described hitman who was kind of leaving no loose ends. And the whole premise of this season from the bad guys, in essence, was no loose ends. Kill everyone that knows even the slightest amount of information. Um, and hopefully you won't have a problem. So Robert Patrick, I don't know if anyone knows him. He's been in a lot. Uh, real quick, let me just read off his filmography here. Um, he was in... Wow, he was actually in Spy Kids. He was in... What Josiah saw, Terminator 2, that's right, he was the he was the other Terminator, the cop. Yeah, he's been in a lot of shit, but he was really good in this. Um, Dominic Lombardozazzi, or however you say his very Italian name, he played Guy Russo in a sense, that was his character's name. Um, a very dedicated cop, you know, really kind of charismatic and kind of gave Reacher the, the, you know, the, the rough time, the beginning of the relationship, and boy did he prove everyone wrong. Um, and that, you know, was kind of the essence of his character. I really do like his, um, acting. He was in The Wire. He's been in a lot of shit. Um, the good thing about this second season, in my opinion, is that you get, like, the backstory of Jack Reacher and, you know, what his time in the army, uh, he was in the, like, 110th Special Investigators Unit or something, just a bunch of military cops that would solve huge, uh, like, crime cases overseas and obviously on, um, domestic territory, um, but, you know, we got to see his former unit, um, he gets pulled into this whole drama with the Operation Little Wing, which are those missiles I was talking about, because three, actually, I think four of his former team members were found in the middle of the tundra forest, and it looked like they were thrown from a helicopter and tortured and stuff beforehand, so, you know, he obviously had to act 
when that information was discovered and we got to see Sean Sipos as David O'Donnell, really good and fun uh, kind of comedic relief kind of character. We got to see uh, Sorinda uh, Swan as Carla Dixon. She was pretty good. Um, Maria Sten as Neely, obviously a badass as usual. Um, just obviously probably the glue of the crew, in my opinion. Um, and then we got to see some of the other characters from the special investigation unit, but they were already kind of dead, thrown into the season, like into this new season in a sense. And you'll get what I mean in the first episode. But the mystery is always the fun part, and I've enjoyed that part of this series uh, of Reacher. I think it's done a justice on the books, kind of brought that dramatization, but also descriptiveness. And, you know, I, I've heard good things, you know, from anyone who's watched it, they've enjoyed it. I just got to give a shout out to Alan Richson, who, you know, completely revived his career in a sense, not only with this, but, you know, when he got the shot in Fast X, had that little role there, and then, you know, did what he had to do to get this role. Um, my voice is gone, sorry, the the uh, divisional round of the playoffs was on today, so my voice is fucked, but um, going back to what I was saying, he, you know, revived his career and won this role, and now it's, you know, taking the internet and the world by storm. It's in the top 10 of Prime pretty much every fucking day I look at it, and I imagine when season three drops here pretty soon, um, we'll get, you know, even more buzz around it, and maybe a season four. They're definitely pumping out these seasons quite fast, I won't lie, but it doesn't feel like the quality is being diminished or anything. I've thoroughly enjoyed this show, um, probably more than a lot of people that I know, but I know everyone enjoys it. I just know that just because I, I grew up watching Blue Mountain State, um, Thad Castle is one of the most legendary characters of all time. If anyone doesn't know that character, watch the show. It literally is probably the reason why me and my little brothers and stuff like that are kind of the way we are with our sense of humor. It definitely was a, a influential, inspiring show in that sense. And uh, Alan Richson was kind of the big reason that show was so fucking funny. He played Thad Castle, a linebacker at BMS. But <laughs> you, you, you see him bring that kind of energy, in a sense, to this show. Not the actual idiocracy that his character was in that show, but how he kind of can, like, take... He can kind of captivate the scene, you know what I'm saying? Like, not because he's 6'5", or just some brute-looking motherfucker, but... You know, he's actually a good actor, and he's apparently going to be in this new movie called Ordinary Angels, and I kind of want to check that out for him, just because I like to support actors that I've always enjoyed. And, you know, the fact that he was, you know, in this show that I thoroughly enjoyed as a kid growing up, or as a teenager, if you will, growing up, uh, I, I will always give this guy uh, the benefit of the doubt and, you know, check out his his art and his craft, because I've, I've enjoyed Reacher so far. You know, I, I think it's been a really good show. Um... You know, I wish we got more out of season two in the sense of longevity. Only eight episodes compared to the first season, which had ten. Would have liked to see the consistency there, but you can tell they were kind of running out of the story room to kind of extend it, so they kind of had to, you know, conclude and make it badass, which it was. It was a badass ending. The finale was really good. There was a lot of really good fight scenes in this second season. The choreography is getting better. The CGI is getting better. You know, some of the side actors and actresses are getting more characterization. We're getting you know, some reoccurring characters, and, you know, I, I appreciate that about, you know, this, this is a story about a guy who has no attachments in life, he's a drifter after going through what he did in the army, and seeing what he's seen, but when he has to come across something that's just plain wrong, he will act, and, 
you kind of appreciate that kind of heroism, you know, and, and that blind faith that people can always be good. And um, that's the cool part about Reacher is that they're kind of making him into like a mini superhero. And I, I like that, you know, I think it's fun. I think it's cool. And, you know, the, the Jack Reacher movies, the two Jack Reacher movies with uh, Tom Cruise, the first one was good. The second one was kind of a letdown. But, you know, we're getting the best out of Reacher with this show, in my opinion. Um, the first season was definitely better than the second season, in my opinion, when it comes to the storyline and just some of the acting by some of the major side characters and, and overall actors and actresses. But I just appreciated what they were able to do with the serious tone of the second season, making it a little bit more gritty, making it a little bit more violent, making it a little bit more like hand-to-hand, a lot more parallel storylines going on. Uh, and just the, like the reaction to some of the stories and stuff like that. And the adaption to the storyline in this season was a little bit more choppy. As in like the first season, it was a lot more smooth all the way through because you could tell like they they had time. And I feel like maybe the second season was just a tad bit rushed. There's a chance of that. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, I, I, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. I gave the first season, I think a 8 or 9 out of 10, but I'm going to give the second season a 7 out of 10. Um, like I said, the action, the choreography, some of the you know gunfight scenes are really good and cool. Uh, Agent Russo, he plays, and Guy Russo is really awesome. A lot of different like big scenes and big moments in this second season, like throughout the whole series, like how, throughout the whole season, you feel as if like there's those big moments that should end or like start a season. But you got those moments like once an episode in this season, which I really enjoyed that thriller aspect of it that it kind of brought to the table. But at the end of the day, it really just kind of reflected on, you know, they were going off of more of that, you know, that jump scare, awesome ass fight over like the substance. And I feel like that's what kind of happened, which, you know, it, it slightly dropped and kind of went down and trend wise, um, not within like the top 10 or ratings or anything like that, but to me personally, I think the writing was, eh, you know, not as good as the first season. I'm hearing really good things and high expectations about season three because this is a make-or-break season. If this season can kind of come in and, and and do what the first season did, then we're trending right into season four and five. Absolutely, there's plenty of content of Jack Reacher for them to go off of, and I'd really appreciate. Um, I would really appreciate that, you know, because Alan Richson deserves it, and for him to take helm on a series like this, the way he has, uh, it's special, you know, and, you know, we can't forget about Willa Fitzgerald, who played Roscoe in season one, I'm shouting out names here, and Mark Ben David, who played Paul Hubby, um, or Willie C. Carpenter, that played Mosley, or Curry Graham, that played Klein, uh, Kleiner Sr., or, you know, guys like um, Bruce McGill, who played Mayor Grover Teal. There's a lot of big names in this. Like, this is like a, like, I'm not trying to say this in any kind of, like, way, but, like, this is, uh, like, for the boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is genuinely, like, oh, a lot of fucking badass old mob gangsters, um, like, that were portrayed by some of these guys, or cops, or, like, a lot of these actors and actresses were in, like, cop or gangster movies in the early 2000s, late 90s, and we're getting that, like, resurrection of, like, that typical villain, guys, guns, loose ends, that phone call, you know, where is she, you know, that typical shit, which, like, is never, has never been a bad recipe, you know, for entertainment or content purposes, in my opinion. I just think, like, you gotta be creative with it, make it cool, 
Um, I got it. You know, I did shout out some lines from season one and season one, uh, season one, the season one review. Excuse my tongue tiedness, but uh, Robert Patrick in the season finale. Uh, you know, he's he's got uh, Reacher's friends. You know, tied down to hospital beds, getting ready to load him on a chopper to toss him out of it. Um, and you know, they're him and Reacher are exchanging words. And when Reacher walks up, and you know, initially, um, Langston. Um, he looks at him, he's like, you're going to make one hell of a hole when you fall. One hell of a hole. I thought that was fire, you know what I'm saying? I just like the one-liners, I like the action, I like the the chaos that it created, and it made it interesting, and, you know, I, I appreciate that about shows and movies like this, with surrounding this kind of genre, or, if you will, I guess you can say structure of a film, or, you know, I would say genre, because, I mean... The whole organized crime, secret agents, mystery, detective work, it's right up my alley. Like, it's really, that and dystopian sci-fi future films, those are probably my number one. But, like, this shit is, like, right up my alley. You can really get interested in, you know, this type of story, in my opinion. I think it's interesting, a guy that's always trying to do right, and he's got to go through those obstacles and that adversity to make sure he's always doing right, and when he does wrong, you know... kind of punishes himself and you can see it um and it's just always interesting and just definitely like a roller coaster of an emotional like ride and also you know you don't know it's very unpredictable as well like they definitely threw some curveballs in season two for sure um guy russo i think it was the middle the middle of season two that was definitely a curveball because it's like man what if they did that to finley you know in season one you know just such a very like a very unpredictable kind of storyline. It's always adapting and evolving, and I appreciate that about the writers in this show. They've been doing it a justice in that regard. Um, but for the most part, it's really just been Alan Richson for me, just kind of taking helm, captivating a series like he did with BMS, and and I I like that energy. I like that vibe that we're getting. It's it's fun. It's it's cool, it's even creative, because, like, when you get Alan Richson, you know, in rhythm for whatever character he's playing, I feel like he's gonna try and pull it off to the best of his ability in regards of becoming that character, and I know in Blue Mountain State, like I talked about earlier, his character was an idiot who took rabies before every game, and, you know, had a weird voice, but this, he embodied that character, and that's what made him so damn funny, and he's embodying the character of Jack Reacher, and it's making it interesting, so I got to give him credit for what he's able to do with his determination of his craft. Um, I mean, I, I you know, you hear the stories of, you know, how he got this role, how tight of a, you know, cast this was going to be and, you know, how close it was and, all you know, all the work he put in to get the body right, get the mind right, get the lines right, get the acting right. Just it was a very inspirational. He was on the Rich Eisen show uh, before one of the wild card games. And it was just inspirational to hear, you know, because this is a guy everyone was just like, oh, he was a funny idiot in a show and then he gets his shot back in Hollywood and normally you never really get a second chance in Hollywood but shout out to Amazon Prime and you know Prime Production Studios or whatever they 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 did a justice with getting him in a series like he he is genuinely a star he has superstar power in my opinion and he he's been taking helm of this show and 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 making it bearable you know with when some of the acting is a little meh you know but it's mainly just about the story and just obviously Jack Reacher just being a badass and, you know, the characters being more and more developed throughout the show. And that's been done well. I'm going to say that. Normally it's kind of like, okay, this person's just a badass throughout, but 
you know, in this in this season, we got Jack Reacher like in a vulnerable state where he was thinking about his former colleagues. He was thinking about the past. He was thinking about, you know, his brother Joe from season one who passed. Just just going into his mind and, you know, also getting the perspective of his other former teammates that are still alive, their perspective on him, what they all meant to him and uh, and what he meant to them and, and just like what he was providing for them. And he never knew it. And he was never was aware of like what he was doing for other people because he was just always locked in on a mission. And he still is. If he just thinks of something, oh, I want to look, I want to go listen to blues music in Georgia. You know, he did it season one. And, and in this, you know, he comes across a, a situation where he can't look the other way because his former colleagues were getting murdered and killed off. So he had to solve the case and make sure everyone else was safe. And I respect that. I really do. And you also get like the bro vibe of the whole show. Like, absolutely. I won't take, I won't even like deny that or try to. Uh, it is definitely like, there, okay, don't get me wrong. It's not like the smartest show. It's not at all. But it it, it does try and follow the events of the books and, and the characters of the books. And it does, it tries. But you also have to realize like, going off of the books, also trying to make it innovative and PR friendly and, and market it well. You kind of got to do what you got to do as creators and writers and directors. So it's definitely gone down that kind of critical rabbit hole where people are either loving this show or just straight up hating it because they think it's cheesy. But I really do think that it's good. I, I can't lie. If you haven't watched it yet, I definitely recommend that you do so. I mean, two seasons in and I'm already, I'm completely sold on the show for being something that's going to stick around for at least three or four more seasons, maybe even more. But I just think that Alan Richson has kind of found his character other than Fat Castle that he can work with, embody, and become. And this is going to be, it was a career-saving move, but also a career-growing move for him and anyone a part of it. This show is a success. It's got a lot of publicity, a lot of popularity, and it's doing great numbers on, on streaming platforms. And i got to give him credit, bro, because I, I've... You know, since it came out, I didn't actually watch the first season until, like, late, late. And then I was like, damn, I missed this, bro. Like, I was late to the fucking party. And then, obviously, season two was a blast. And I, I really do wish that they, uh, you know, did a little bit more with season two in, in, in terms of, you know, maybe going over, you know, two more episodes, trying to get some filler episodes in there, grow some grow some of the characters more, um, and get some more screen time with maybe Finley getting back in the show a little bit, because he's one of my favorite characters from the show entirely. Um, but just overall, just a fun watch, uh, just a vibe. I'm excited for the next season. I'm glad that they just finished filming, or they're just about to, from things I've been hearing on Total Film. Um, check out their Twitter. They're all, all they're all over things, bro. Just seriously. Um, but no, I'm excited. I hope it comes out in the summertime, or maybe even like probably towards the winter time. I just want to get back into some Reacher, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss not doing a review. I mean, just knocked out two of them within the last month, and I want to get another one out there. But I know that. They'll probably release it sooner rather than later if they have them all wrapped up, filmed up, and ready to go. They're probably going to do the weekly release, uh, or the, the the two episode drop at first, and then go on a week to week basis. And um, you know, we'll see how long and how, how good this next season is because this truly is a make or break. You know, next step in the next direction. Do they want a season four and five? Are they going to make it for a season four and five? Are they going to be able to retain the audience and that in like that interest in the show? It's all great questions, and I think that they'll, they'll be able to do whatever they want to do. And I just want them to make a good show. I want Alan Richmond to star in it. I want him to do what he's been doing and just to continue to carry this show in all aspects of not only keeping people captivated, 
but like having fun with the character. You can tell everyone involved with the making of the show is just having a goddamn good time, and you get that energy. And, and it's just it's just awesome to watch, see, hear, feel. It's it's awesome, you know. Because if a show can make you feel like it, I bro, I got chills when watching some of the fight scenes, bro. Like there's some brutal killings. Like there's some really creative choreography and stunt work done in the show, and it's very interesting. It's a very you know refreshing show, and I think if you haven't watched it, you definitely should. Um, total, you know, in totality, I'm gonna give this show an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, season one, like I said, I think I gave it an eight or a nine, but season two, I'd give it a seven. So I think the average is right around eight or maybe seven and a half out of ten. But I think I definitely would go eight, eight and a half for sure. It's a good show, worth the watch. Um, but yeah, I got really nothing else to say on season two other than, man, it was very enjoyable and a fun watch for me. Definitely check it out for yourselves. And uh, make sure you also follow us on all of our social media platforms at Tea Time Reports on everything from Instagram, Twitter, Threads to TikTok. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Tea Time Reports, and check out our website, www.teatimereports.com, and learn a little bit about the show, a little bit about us as well. This is Trevor, and I'm signing off. Take care, everyone. Stay safe and stay awake.